Welcome to Film Shapes, and tonight our guest is Tim Mummery. Tim, how are you? I'm good, Grant. How are you? Good, man. Now, um, Tim, I've known you for a long time. Um, it's been many, many years, but I, I caught up with you recently at the Rev Festival with your film Namorali. Um, so before we get into Namorali, can you tell me about what's been happening with you for, for the years that I haven't seen you? Yeah, right. Um, so I reckon we worked together in 1994. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And pretty pretty much on the back of that, I moved to Melbourne and have lived in <laughs> Melbourne for, for 25 years, roughly. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and went, did film school there and then worked in um, as an independent sort of film person and then got a gig with um, The Age, producing video, online video for them, for the newspaper, okay. and did that for you know, probably a decade. And so I kind of, that's how I got my film chops. So mm-hmm. I was shooting and cutting my own stuff with them. Yeah. But, but I always kept my hand in with independent film and particularly doco. And yeah, I, 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 and while I was away, I made Namorali. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Tell, tell us what is Namorali. Tell us about this. Uh, it's a 52 minute documentary that um, uh, traces a traditional owner's journey, um, DW's journey, mm-hmm. um, up the West Kimberley coast to visit a particular cave image, which is a Wanjina in the cave, and yep. he he rep- repaints or refreshes that, that image in the cave. This mm. is an image that also went to the Sydney Olympics in 2000 and yeah. is, a, is, a, is a big deal for his, his language group. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, that um, you got footage of that Sydney Olympics um symbol, haven't you? The Wajina. Yeah, 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 the Wajina. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, if anyone remembers, it was a while ago now, but mm. in two thousand, the Aboriginal section of the opening ceremony, there was a Wajina, this big image that rose, which which finished the Indigenous section of the opening ceremony, and that image actually is Namorali. That is the that is the the Wajina that we visit in the in the film. We'll mm. go back to the cave. It's not true to call it the original of Namorali because all representations of Namorali are the real Namorali, but we go back to the cave image of, mm, of okay. Namorali. Yeah. And that's been um I guess you'd say refreshed over over generations, is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, mm. yeah. So pre pre European um, intervention in Aboriginal Australia. Those sites were visited every in the dry in the middle of the year, every year. Okay. And refreshed, fresh ochre was put on them every the, year. The right every year. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I got so from the very- from the from the film. I got the image. It was every like ten or twenty years, or is that just because of what happened in this situation? Exactly. That. that so that that yeah that gap. Only occurred because these people were removed from their country and they uh, don't have access to their country. So that and and part of the problem with that is that they 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 are it's a natural um, agent on a on a on the roof of a cave or or on a rock ledge, mm. and they fade over time. The, yeah, the elements yeah. just slowly wear them away. So, in fact, that was part of that's part of this film is um, go, going back to an image that actually is barely discernible when we get there it hadn't it wouldn't have been refreshed in at least 50 years wow okay yeah jeez yep. yeah okay so how did you stumble across this idea was it was it the olympics or was it something else i was in so dw um is 
lived in a place called Mulgem, which is a community just outside the West Kimberley town of Derby. Mm -hmm. And that community has three language groups. And those three language groups are the, the are Wanjina people. They're the three language groups that that have Wanjinas as their creator, spirit, and God. Okay. Um, and I happen to be in that community making a um, a health video at the time. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is probably June, May or June of two thousand. Mm -hmm. And on the back of that, learnt that um, one of the images that we that and I that's the first time I've I'd ever seen a Wanjina too on that trip in that community. Mm -hmm. And part of that trip, I learned that one of those images was about to go to the Sydney Olympics. And that was going to be in September of that year. It's like oh, yeah. three months' time. Right. And also that that the traditional owner of that image, DW, mm -hmm. planned after the Olympics to travel back to the cave version of that image. And once I heard that, I was like, that's enough for me. There's, yeah. there's a film right there. Yeah, right, nice. So I said, okay. I, I will meet you guys um, at a terminal in Sydney in September, and, mm. and and I did, and that was that was that was the start of it. Yeah, wow. So now you're saying that was two, around two thousand. That was, of course, yep. well, the Olympics yep. year. So when did you start filming this? So yeah, from that point, but the bulk of the filming for this film happened in two thousand and two. So the, the trip okay. we witnessed back to back to country and back to the cave happened yep. in April of two thousand and two. So kind of roughly two years after the Sydney Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and why did it take so long to get it actually finished? So is it's it had it premiered, didn't it at um at Rev Revelation Film Festival, or was it a little before that? It did. It did. It, it did. Mm. Played for the community last year, so mm. that was two thousand twenty-one. But it's, okay. it's 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 world premiere was this year in two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, right. Which is roughly twenty years after that yeah. initial <laughs> filming trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good question. Why, why did it take so long? There's a couple of reasons. One one reason was that I the set of relationships that I had with DW, the central character in the film. Yeah. Um, I barely knew him when I was working with him in 2002. I'd only known him for 18 months. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I was, I was sort of like, I was a brave young filmmaker who yep. kind of didn't really know what I was doing. Okay. So I got myself, I got myself deep into the filming of a, of a, of a, of some pretty deep cultural stuff. Mm -hmm. Use a technical term. <laughs> and, um, and um, I, I was I was beyond my depth, well and truly. So okay. I so I didn't have a deep enough relationship with him post that trip to actually have the sort of currency within myself that I needed to finish this film. Okay, so that, it, well, it that's, wasn't that's, that's one that's one reason. Okay, there are others. It wasn't technical then. It was it was because I I mean you know you you know your onions, man. It's not it's not that. It was more like a cultural social kind of issue. Or? Well, yes, there were other things, and I was coming to that. One of the, mm. there was a technical issue with me oh. having not finished the film, and that is that I did not have a completed film. So I oh, okay, and and part and part of the reason for that was my naivety, and part of the reason for that was my my lack of chops as a filmmaker. Okay. And part of that was this relationship thing. So basically, yeah. I came I came back, and I did not. I remember showing it to to people, and the first question was. What's a Wanjina? Okay. Basically, I had, you know, yeah. and I, so basically the very, very fundamental question of what this thing was that we were visiting, mm. who ultimately would, whose name is the film? Yeah, yeah. 
I had I had overlooked the very the very basics ABCs of what a Wanjinet is. Mm, okay. I, I had I had a framework. I was right. I just finished film school. I was I was trying to make, uh, you know, I was trying to make a very austere, observational, quiet, complex film. Mm-hmm. And I had and I and I tripped over on the very first principles of telling a decent story, which is you know. Mm. What, what, when, how, why? It's the, it's the. I got, I got stumped on the what, basically. Uh, okay, <laughs> right, okay. Very first thing. So, yeah. and at that time, I felt, and there was an, I, so that comp- connected with the fact I didn't have this deep relationship with DW. Mm. I felt, I felt like I couldn't just come yeah, back yeah. instantly and just say, hey, can we do some more recording and you tell me what a wanjiner is? Right. Right, right. So I felt deep, it was it was terrible. I felt deep shame for not delivering a film. I felt I felt deep shame that I had kind of, you know, from my perspective, failed filmmaking one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, yeah, I, the, I know it's all it's all not none of it's true now. I look back now and it's like, well, what were you yeah, expecting? Yeah. But at the time, it was this was all pretty. It was very. I felt very. I felt terrible for that. But, all but, there, there wasn't. But this was your project there was no nobody above you saying come on hurry up tim was there there well there was yes i had oh, it, it, okay. it, came, it came it came with a producer as well okay so, and, and in fact she 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 discovered this story along with me even before me she she basically came uh, to me and said you know are you interested in making a film here mm. because i think there's a film here and then it, there was and so she we traveled through the process of i wrote a script for this we got a little bit of funding for this mm-hmm. she was involved for the first two years of the project and then all the way through the shoot. Yeah. And then at that, at that end point, when there wasn't, when there wasn't a film, when I, when I needed to do more, Mm. he kind of, well, she tried to take the film off me basically. Ah, And as a producer, as as a producer, technically she actually owns it. Mm. So I get that. Yeah. Um, um, so she tried to take all the rushes from me, and at that point, I was like, "No, I'm not giving them up because yeah. Cause yeah. this is my film, mm-hmm. and she thought it was her film, right? Age-old <laughs> story, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I slowly worked away at it over this time, eventually getting to a position where a I had a, a much better relationship with DW, like mm-hmm. I, 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 deep friend of mine, mm-hmm. by the end of the process. But right. he kept coming. He kept coming to Melbourne. Um, it was harder to, it was, it was a different time 20 years ago in terms of traveling too. It was much more expensive yeah. to travel. Yeah. In, in fact, it was probably the cost that it is now to travel back, yeah. back 20, you know, post COVID. But, um, so, and also, um, you couldn't edit on your laptop. Editing was still, was it's just long, in terms of technology, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, you, um, you had to go to an edit suite to edit. They cost mm. you money. You know, yeah. it was, a, it was, you, you had one go at doing this. And then if you didn't, you had to find more money. And yes. I yeah. had one go, it didn't mm. work. And I had no more money. Right. Okay. So in the intervening years, I got to know DW. Technology moved on. I could cut. I I could cut at home. Mm. I'd done a whole lot more work myself. I was a much more accomplished storyteller. Yeah. And it came to be. Yeah. So, nice. Okay. So yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's all for the good, probably. Yeah. It, no, it all worked out. It all mm. worked out. And and DW, who you know, he sadly passed a couple of weeks ago, just oh, three no. weeks ago, in fact. Okay. But he saw the film. We had a we had a launch in Derby in, in 2021. He got a standing ovation. It was the best possible right. yeah, response cool. I could have imagined for for a project that had taken so long. 
And I'd also like to say that he wasn't asking for his film. I'd love to think that he was just saying, you know what, you know, yeah. whatever it takes, I have faith in you. Yep. You you just take as long as you want. That mm-hmm. wasn't the case. He was continually asking <laughs> for his film, <laughs> right. which just made okay. the whole process even more torturous. Than right. It to be. Okay. But yes, yes. But it, it all worked out and, mm. and the film is now finished and he yeah. saw it and it's, yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and, and it, it looks really, great. It, it, yeah, it's really a and and I'm I'm so like when you go to a festival like that and you see I saw a, a dozen or so films there, it's really gratifying to see a film that's under an hour. If you know what I mean? Like, oh, great! Yeah, that was excellent. Not nice bite sized morsel. So some of the footage, those stingrays and the turtles and the, the turtles on the beach being cooked and that kind of stuff, and the the crocodile. There was a croc in there somewhere. I noticed. How? Can I ask how much footage you shot and how, how difficult was it to, to make the choices? Um, it was pretty lean, really. It was okay. like barely shot. It was almost 24 hours of stuff we shot. Mm. So okay. that ratio is not, you know, that's pretty lean old ratio. Mm. So that was, the, that was the thing in terms of me not finishing the film. There was, there was just not a lot of material. When I really okay. worked out, I didn't have a front uh-huh. is what I didn't have then I really needed to do a whole lot more and yeah. But, but basically once the journey starts, once we get on the road, once we've mm. established the history of the community, what a wanderer is, all those basic setups, Yeah, the trip I had down because we'd, we'd filmed that in sequence and that, that worked. That yeah. just worked yeah. really well. So um, to answer that question, there's not a lot I didn't use. Mm, okay. I, I'm trying to think of, there's one, we had one, we stopped an extra night on the coast on the way up and I had okay. a sequence with that material, beautiful, beautiful stuff actually, which is mm. by, by a fire on a beach, you yep. know, but didn't need that. Didn't, okay. we, we, it, it actually got condensed to three nights and stopping on a beach, didn't, I didn't need that. Yeah, yeah. There was some interview stuff that I did, which I didn't use, but mostly what we shot, that, that the trip as it was, that's what the film is. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, nice. That um, that cave. It seemed like it was quite. I don't want to say easy, but it, it's quite. Um, well, anybody could walk in there. Is that a protected site, or what? What's going on with that cave there? Um, that's Aboriginal land, but but mm. access to it is anyone can can walk in there. Not that I, you know, don't tell us where it is. People to walk <laughs> in. Yeah. Exactly. It's probably it's probably five or so k's inland from the beach. Okay. Um, yeah, you would need to know where it is. You, oh, okay, you, right. People aren't just going to stumble across that. You know, Good. yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. It's two hundred. It's it's two hundred and fifty k's up the coast from from Jeez. Derby and. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty a lot of bush up there, right? Yeah. 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 Loads of it. Loads yeah. Of it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So can I? Do you mind me asking? Was it really costly, this whole process to, to produce it? Um, oh, if you, like budgetary, it, yeah. Yeah, so not not my hours. Just no, don't worry about your hours. Crikey, hours <laughs> down. It's just yeah. I have a whole podcast on me calculating. Um, <laughs> I reckon that that film to complete cost. Let me think. Maybe fifty grand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. twenty five. I think we got. I think we got twenty. We mm. got twenty kind of quick release funding to do the trip. Yeah. We got five. There's twenty five. I got another. I'm, I raised eighteen through mm. the Aboriginal Corporation that DW was involved in. Okay. 
It's 24. Yeah. So, no, it's, no, it's under 50. It's under 50. 50. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay. Which is that's pretty good. I mean, I think the budget these days for a 50-minute doco would be, I don't know, 350 grand. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know, but well over that, surely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. But that's what happens when, you know, it, it, yeah, it kind of fell off the funding wagon because I didn't have a finished film. Mm. So, yeah. Right. So you had to sort of get some other scraping going in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And luckily, luckily I did. Mm, nice. Um, there's Now, there's another, there's a kind of film in a film, which is quite amazing, I thought. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah. So, um the main character in in the, the footage that I took, DW, mm. his father, uh, Sam Willagudja, made a, a, a film in 1972 that did a very similar thing to what my film did in terms of the trip. Okay. And, and that and that film was called Lilai. Uh-huh. Lilai Dream Time, it was called. And in fact, my film really, the, t- the subtitle for my film was Lilai 2. Okay. Because it is, a, it is the next version of that uh, film. Right. Yeah. So that, that film was made by a Sydney-based filmmaker called Michael Eadles, mm-hmm. and it was a, is a mockumentary. So he he took a family group, Sam and his close family, up on country, and they they basically acted out a pre-colonial existence in terms of um, wearing nagas, um, carrying spears, hunting with with wood uh, okay. in the country. Yeah. Um, yeah. and also reenacted a whole lot of um, cultural practices and, um, and visited the site that we visit. Didn't, didn't repaint Namorelli in the cave, but visited that site. Okay. And, and that film within Mohenjum, when I first got there in 2000, was, was a, a seriously poured over text. Everyone okay. looked at it. Everyone watched it. Everyone knew Sam's story in that country. Mm-hmm. And his and his son DW, the person I made the film with, he always pointed to Lilai as the template of how you go about approaching that country and approaching mm. Namorali. Mm, so okay. you, in, throughout the film, you hear DW reference his father and yeah. reference Lilai continually. Yep. Throughout. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So that was. I mean, with were, were you? Did you sort of? know that that was there and you were going to always put that in the film sort of a you know that came early on yep yeah yep. okay so yeah so I, as soon as i saw it i was like well that we are in the shadow of that mm. film and and so i made contact with the with the filmmaker in fact in that 2000 trip to the olympics we i arranged for dw the character in my film to meet michael Eddles in sydney okay so we all sat down and that and that and met and he met he met Sam Willagudge's son for the first time. Oh, it was a, wow. that was an amazing yeah. meeting. Um yeah. I mean it's great um, that it, that they, they bookend those two. Yeah, it's a it's I don't know if it's luck or just what you know, that's fantastic the way it's framed in the film though. So Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was always that was always part of the deal. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. Using using that using that footage. And I was very, very lucky that I was able to use it. Yeah, yeah great. Um, just a little bit more here. Um, now we saw this in Rev in July, I think it was. Was that June, July, maybe early July? Yeah. July. Um, so what what's the next screening for the and and from the next screening, what what do you plan after with Namorali? 
Um, the next screening is the uh, Fremantle Design Week screening this coming Thursday, which is okay. Thursday the 20th of October. Okay, yep. Down, down in Freya, down at um, um, the Luna down here. Um, oh, it's in, it's in Essex, Luna and Essex, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. cool. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and after that, I will I'll keep putting it into festivals. So I've been on the back of Rev. I've been applying for various festivals, and it's it's mm. getting into some, which is good. Okay, that's yeah. great. What have you, yeah, have you that, internationally or or just over, around Australia? It's yeah. So it played in it played. At Antenna Doco Festival in Sydney on yesterday. So oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and it's, it's played in Belgrade. Belgrade, a, nice. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because it's cause it's got because I've I've got access to there's a whole raft of anthropological, ethnographical film festivals. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, massive amount of them. Right. So I can hit I can hit those. So there's three yeah. I can hit straight film festivals, Doco film festivals, and then. Yeah, you know, nice. So, yes, yeah, it's going to play in Seattle. It's going to play in Arizona. Oof. It's going to play in Venice. Wow. It's yeah. It's going well, to play... Venice, the the part of part of the Venice Film Festival. No, not part. Oh, of all the right. Venice Film <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, I should have just left it that. Just Venice. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Let's leave that. Exactly. Sorry. No, no, there's a yeah, there's an, there's an anthropological festival. Yeah, right. In, in Venice. Um, where else? Um, how are you? Are you getting along to any of these jollies or what? What's no, 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 not at the moment. Okay. I, 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 I plan to. So my my partner's got um family in England that I've never I've never met. So, yeah, yeah. It's a couple of it's playing in um Essex. Is it yeah. Essex? Okay. Um festival and yeah, so, great. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, nice. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a dream. Bloody yeah. make a film and then then travel with it around the world and talk about yeah. film. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So well, have, yeah, yeah. So I'll keep doing, keep with, I'll keep mm. on with that post post this screening on Thursday. Now, do you, do you just to wrap up? Do you have any other like films of this ilk that in in the the catalogue that you're ready to start or work on? Um, yeah, I've got you've got a few unfinished films under the bed that go that, on <laughs> that, that that um that are set up there. So yeah, I've got I've got a a, a long standing relationship with that community and that part of the world now. So I've got yeah. a couple of projects that are that are ongoing. Mm, okay. Um, one that also uses archival footage from shot in the seventies of, of a character who's still around. Okay. And he's Great. a he's a dancer. So mm-hmm. um yeah. Yeah. So and and I've just recently come back. In fact the last thing I did with DW before he passed. I shot with him again as part of a project for the ANU. Okay. Which yeah. was was lovely because he's he was very frail um at that point, but he was such a trooper culturally that he that he the thing that we made was a very beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. In fact in fact it's one of the one of the processes you see in in um Lila, the footage that's within my film, mm-hmm. we redid. We redid one of those cultural practices with him. Okay, um, yeah, which is lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. cool. Okay, well, good luck with all that, Tim. That's that sounds fantastic, and and thank you very much for joining me tonight and having a chat. Awesome. No, that was that was great. And so, this let me just get it again. Namorali on the Thursday, the twentieth of October. That's right. Thursday, twentieth of October, down at. Um, Essex Street in Frio, I think it's at 6 there. 
Nice. And okay. playing as part of the um, Freo Design Week. Yeah, excellent. Great, excellent. Thanks very much, Tim. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks, mate.